How do you get protection from temptation? Sister, it isn't really that difficult. I know that it seems that way and it feels that way when you're in the temptation, when you're in it. It, it really is. It's, it is a challenge when you're within it. But there is a way that's actually not very complicated to actually be able to keep yourself protected from temptation. Today, we're going to talk about that. We'll be looking at three Bible verses, key Bible verses that will help you, plus three steps, three things you can do to help protect you from falling into sin. Okay, sister, are you ready for this? All right, let's do it. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's Word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. So I want to start by looking at the following three scriptures. So if you have your Bibles with you, you can turn there or take notes if you're able to. Otherwise, you can always replay this and take notes when you have time to sit down. Here we go. There are three scriptures we're going to look at today. And I'm going to read all three first. And we're going to talk about how to have protection from that sin, from temptation. Because it does start with temptation. Protection from sin is starts with keeping you from being tempted. Let's let's just start by saying that, okay? All right, let's let's go ahead and look at the scriptures. The first one is Psalm 119, verse 29. It says, Keep me from deceitful ways. Be gracious to me and teach me your laws. Psalm 119, verse 36 to 37. Turn my heart towards your statutes and not towards selfish gain. Psalm 119, verse 133. Direct my footsteps according to your word. So just in those three scriptures right there, those Bible verses, you can already see some practicals. But let's break them down, shall we? So I see here that there are three things that you need to do to keep yourself from sinning. So in Matthew 6, verse 9 through 13, you'll find the Lord's Prayer. And in verse 13, it says specifically as the Lord's prayer ends, when Jesus asked uh, the disciples, as Jesus teaches how to pray, he said, this is what you should say. This is what you should pray, right? And at the end of the prayer, verse 13, it says specifically, and lead us not onto temptation. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In that verse right there, and it actually correlates really nicely with verse 29 of Psalm 119, which is the first scripture or the first Bible verse um, we read as we started this episode. It says, keep me from deceitful ways, right? Be gracious to me. Keep, teach me your law. So you see David here asking God, keep me from these 
deceitful ways. These ways that are very deceiving to us. You know, sometimes we can over we can encounter a temptation to sin, and even even sometimes it's hard to recognize if it is even bad or if it's a sin. They're very deceitful. You know, those those temptations can be uh, maybe not seen as a temptation. Satan is a liar. We know that our enemy is a liar and he is deceiving. He is the biggest liar. He lives on lies. It's like his thing. It's his jam to lie. Okay. That is, that is the enemy's jam is to lie to us all the time. He lied as he posed as the serpent in the garden, right? You know, he, he was in that form, right? And, and he lied to Eve when he said to her, Surely you will not die. <laughs> but he was wrong. She did die. Adam and Eve did die. They died in their innocence. They died in their salvation that was already given to them. Now they will die and not live forever as God originally intended for them. Thanks be to Jesus. Obviously now we, we can have salvation and live forever through Jesus. But now they were doomed and Satan, the enemy, even at the garden, lied to them. Surely you won't die. So dramatic. I'm like, I'm just thinking how this, this would have sounded to Eve and to, and to Adam. Like, oh, that's just so dramatic. I mean, how, how, just think about for a moment, if you had a temptation in your life, I mean, and you recognize it, hopefully, <laughs> but you were like, man, like the devil is so just so cunning where where you're just like thinking to yourself and it's just like this voice telling you surely that's not so bad surely you can always change that later surely you can just say i'm sorry after you lie surely you can and and just oh my goodness like so much so many lies surely you won't die i always think about that like man that serpent was cunning was deceitful so david said, keep me from deceitful ways. He has said, God, please keep me. He knows himself. David knows himself. We should know ourselves. We should know our weakness, right? And if we don't, hopefully we're learning it as we go. We do learn it as life experience. And you know what? Honestly, I say this. I say this to my students. I'm a full-time public school teacher. If you don't already know that. And I say to my students, listen, the best way to learn is by falling, right? Sometimes, not always. <laughs> so please don't fall into every temptation to learn. But sometimes the best way to learn is by falling. Sometimes, you know, you think you're doing the right thing or you, 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 or maybe you just know you're not doing the right thing and then you make that move and then, and then you fail or something happens, you fall or there's a consequence to it, right? And then you're like, oh my gosh, I totally, and then you learn, right? So sometimes that has to happen that way. And that's life, right? Sometimes you do have to fall to get up. But why is it that, why wouldn't you want protection? Why wouldn't you ask God for protection so that that could be a minimal? So like there are things that are in the Bible, like clearly God gives you direction on what to do, what not to do for a life of eternity with God, for a life that brings you joy, for gaining fruits of the spirit. God gives you a lot of direction in the word. He gives us a lot of direction in the word. So why wouldn't we, why wouldn't you, my sister, choose that? Like, well, let me just ask for God's protection. I think that is one of the most key things. You know, that's why starting your day off in, with me, it's my personal conviction 
that you start your day off with something with God, ideally in the word, but of course it doesn't always have to be that way. You can get in your word later in the day and in your breaks in between, but at least at minimum, start with prayer. At minimum, start with Lord, thank you. You know, give some gratitude like I do now every morning. Give a prayer of gratitude real quick before getting up from my bed. That's that's my new routine now that I re-implemented. And that's been really helpful. And then going and just making sure I don't go throughout my day with at least asking God, like, okay, Lord, protect me. Okay, Lord, you know, and you know, you can pray for others as well, but ask God for protection, particularly if you know you're gonna go in through through a circumstance that day that's going to be difficult or you're going to have maybe a, you're, it's gonna be one of those tough days at work you know and you're like oh my god it's going to be one of those tough days or one of those tough days with the kids or the kids are sick or something's going on and you know you're going to encounter a tough day like you want to you know ask god to protect you from that temptation i know for me if i don't get enough sleep i get really moody ask my husband i get like <laughs> ask my kids <laughs> i so what am i going to do well first of all yeah i should get more sleep, you know, um, mo most of the times I could help it. There are very few times that I could, that I, you know, don't have control of that, but what am I going to do to keep me from sinning from, 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 you know, maybe lashing in anger or something like that. Uh, if, if I, if I'm really, you know, upset because I'm sleepy and I get really moody, well, number one, I, I should tackle it by, you know, creating that boundary for myself, right. To, to not, so that we're going to bring, we're going to come into that second because boundaries are important. That's actually in the second thing I'm going to talk about. But even before that, I should pray. I'm going to pray God. And even if, when I had a bad morning, like I didn't really sleep well, God, I know I didn't sleep well. <laughs> I know I'm probably going to be moody today. I need you to protect me from sinning. I don't want to lash out at anybody. I don't want to sin against you. So that brings me to the second point. The second thing, that can keep you from sinning, that can keep you from even falling to temptation. So the second thing I want to recommend is that actually helps me a ton is to have healthy boundaries um, and to, of course, do practices that keep me from sinning. So, for example, sleeping better will help keep me from becoming moody and even just to have more energy in my day and just be overall just in better shape, right, overall. But the other thing, too, is sometimes you just need to create healthy boundaries either with people that that really, really like, you know, m make you sin. <laughs> I don't want to blame others because no one makes you do anything, but certainly it sometimes feels that way, right? Where you're like, oh my gosh, this, I need to stay away from this person because they tempt me. Their presence or their, not their presence necessarily, but what they say, maybe not get a, stay away from, you know, I know that you can't stay away from everyone, but how do you even create that boundary of like, okay, this person, I know that they tend to do, you know, respond this way when I talk to them about this, maybe keep away from that conversation, that kind of conversation with them and maybe bring it to someone else if you need to talk to someone or um, maybe you, you just having a bad day yourself and you just like, you know, you're about to see this person. If you can try to help, you know, if they're outside your family, you know, help trying to change that time to see them, then try to change that time to see them. I mean, things like that, you know, pray, of course, always pray, pray, pray before. I always say this is the first step to protect yourself from falling into that temptation, but you can also create certain boundaries. So I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, if you, for example, trying to be healthier uh, or you're trying to just lose some weight, you you know, you probably have to be like me <laughs> where I have to keep tempting foods out of my sight. If they're in my sight, I'm going to be tempted to get them. And half the time I will grab them. Okay. So this is very important. Keep, if you're trying to be healthy and, and or lose weight or both, 
you want to keep tempting foods that maybe are high calorie or sugary or stuff like that out of sight or just don't buy them period if you can help it i know sometimes we have vary in the diets of our homes and so you may you know your kids may eat something you may eat something else so it's hard but you know maybe hide them and if you're if you're married or have a roommate or something ask them to hide it so that you won't find it i've done that with the you know with with the sugary stuff you know and i'm like i don't i i'm i'm not gonna have sugar right now please keep this away from me so you you do that right so another thing too is if you're in a dating relationship and you're a christian woman you're trying to keep a pure dating relationship you and your boyfriend have to agree to setting some boundaries to staying pure for example, uh, my boy, my husband, my boyfriend, <laughs> he was my boyfriend, my husband and I, we set boundaries before we started dating. And even as we started dating, well, well, when we started dating, really, because before we started dating, we, we weren't dating, we were friends. But even as friends, we were, we had boundaries um, of not overdoing the, the, the phone calls and the texts and all that. But when we started dating, of course, now that's more tempting you know to try to, to fall into uh, immorality one day and we didn't thank god we didn't fall into sexual immorality at all um not even close thank god but you know but why because we set some boundaries like we weren't out too late at night um definitely not alone if we were out late we weren't alone or we weren't alone in the car too long um we'd say goodbye pretty quickly if it was nighttime we were alone and then of course never alone in the house you know always had either a housemate roommate or or someone around if we were in, in the house because we didn't want that kind of temptation and we certainly wanted to we didn't well the main reason is we didn't want to have temptation but also we didn't want like you know my neighbors to think oh they're alone you know like it's not like you have to care what people think but you do have to set an example like if you're a christian someone else might think like that's another thing you know and so th these are things that we would do these are just some of the boundaries that we would keep in place that um that helped us to be pure and one of the main ones for us anyway and i know this is not necessarily a case for every person but we did not want to even have our first kiss until the wedding day so these are all example and it was great and it was beautiful and wonderful and and i'm so grateful for having those boundaries because we didn't even have to worry about being tempted because we had those boundaries so those are two examples there are many others out there you can think you know think about and and you know pray on but having healthy boundaries is very important. Okay, so the third one is having the word of God in your mind and your heart every day or throughout the day, okay, and throughout the day. Having the word of God, meaning Bible verses, the Bible, okay, in our hearts and our minds, keep us confident and prepared to answer the enemy when he tries to tempt us to sin. So, you know, in in the Bible, we ha we see an example of Jesus when he was tempted in the desert, he actually encountered the temptation of the devil tried to tempt him three different times and three different times Jesus encountered and fought back with scripture. The word says, right? God says, the scriptures say like Jesus always fought back with scriptures. And this is how we're going to fight back when he attacks, because even with boundaries, sometimes he'll still attack in, in other certain day, certain things. You know, for example, we might not still set boundaries for everything and might not be necessary for every little thing you do, but because you're not going to maybe foresee every temptation you're going to have. So you're not going to necessarily create boundaries for everything. So sometimes he will come and he will attack and then you'll have to have the word of God in your heart. And how best you do that is to make sure you get in your Bible daily. So you know this podcast, I'm all about creating time-saving Bible study routines to deeply connect with God. And, and I say time-saving because I know that we don't all have the time 
to, um, you know, and, and there are certain days that we don't have as much time to put in, get, dig into our word. So a lot of the times as busy women, we're busy Christian women, we have a hard time just really digging into our word. Of course, that does not exempt you from never doing it because there are methods I use, things that I teach you in, in my, in my coaching. If you want to coach with me, this is something, some things that I do. And I, I actually walk you through the different steps. There's four different steps that you you take to deeply connect with God. And those include, and very important, being in your word daily. One way or another, one way or another, whether it's a little bit, a lot, like, and there's combinations you can do. There's all kinds of stuff you can do to make sure you get deep. So you get deeply connected. Don't just have those rush days. Uh, you always should get a Bible verse in every single day, somehow, even on the toughest of days. And definitely, uh, at least, you know, be in prayer for sure. But Bible verses are really important because they, they're on your heart. You start your day off great with God or you have a lunch break or you have you do it at night whenever you have most energy and time and or you know, sneak sneaking those times in between. But really, it should be planned. So, you know, we, we can plan for our days, our times with God, except for the, the, the unexpected moments. But those usually are exceptions, usually. So we can plan. And this is what is the first step. And I talked about it in a previous episode, episode 141, I believe, that I talked a lot about the the first step on how to start your consistency, start getting deep in your relationship with God. And this is what I do in my first hour with you. If you want to book a call with me, email me, coachwithrosie at gmail.com or go to theintentionalchristianwoman.com and we can work together to find what works for you and get a plan to defeat the enemy. This is something else I give you. It's very important that you have a plan to defeat the enemy. These are a few verses that can help you to to keep yourself from being tempted. But what happens when you need to defeat the enemy when he comes and tries to steal that time away from you and your word, which he does often. I know he does that. He tries that with me all the time, especially with me having a podcast like this. The enemy doesn't want me to have this podcast. The enemy wants to bring me down. The enemy wants me to stop. The enemy is angry that I have a podcast like this, that I'm, that I'm helping you, that I'm teaching you, that I'm co- now that I'm offering you coaching as well. He's, he's angry. He's like, Mm-mm. like he wants to be in your lives. He wants to stop you. And you're, you're just got to be like, no, you got to follow these three steps. You make sure let's review. Okay. Number one, make sure you ask for God's protection by praying. Okay, ask ideally in the mornings before you start your day, because you want to be protected from your day, even if it's a short prayer, but powerful prayer. Number two, create those boundaries, create those boundaries that you can, you're able to create in order to keep yourself from being tempted and pray through them, right? Pray before you create them, pray about them, pray how, you know, you handle them. And if you're creating a boundary with someone else about, let's say you're in a relationship or something like that, then pray with them, you know, through it as well. And then the third one is, is exactly what I teach you is to have the Bible, the word of God in your heart. And that is possible. You know, you also can memorize verses. You can memorize uh, Bible verses. You know, not too long ago, I had a seven-day challenge where we were memorizing the Word of God in seven days. And we had the Word of God in our heart. I call it the Word in Our Heart, Word in Your Heart Challenge. And that's going to come up again real soon. We're going to do that challenge together real soon. So if you want to find out more about that, go ahead and go and join my Facebook, the free Facebook community. You can do that by going to bit.ly slash let's be intentional and you can find me there. Okay. So we're going to be doing that challenge real soon. You want to join me in that, go ahead and join the group. I'm, I'll be happy to approve you and, and you can be a part of our awesome community, which actually we also pray for one another. We have an amazing, powerful prayer chat in there going on every week. We're praying for each other every day. So 
join it, join it because I want to help you. I want, I want to help you. And even if you're like not ready for coaching, that's fine. You can find so much in that group. So many free resources. I got a lot to share with you in this podcast. I give you a lot of stuff. Follow the podcast, subscribe to this podcast, press the follow button so that you don't miss a beat. Especially when I put out some bonus episodes and I, you know, you've, you've seen them sister. I've put out some, some bonus episode recently and I'm going back to work full time now. So it's not going to be as often as before, but they're going to pop in there. So you want to subscribe. Okay. All right, sister. I wanted to just share this with you because I know that it is not easy. It is not easy to, to keep from temptation. Um, once you're, once you're in that, but it is not that difficult to avoid it. So if you follow these steps, you will be, you will have that arm, that armor you need, right? The armor is the word of God. You will have that protection. You'll be prepared. You'll have a plan, right? In order to be prepared from these spiritual attacks, which try to try to make you fall into sin. All right, sister. Well, I pray that this episode encouraged you and helped you and feel free to leave me a five-star rating. If you feel I deserved it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can press the five stars as well. I'd love also to hear what you have to say in those uh, reviews. So if you have 30 seconds to just pop in there and not just press the star, but also write a little something about how this podcast is blessing you. I love to read my reviews. I used to, I actually have a lot of recordings in which I was reading the reviews. So I'm going to go back to reading more reviews very soon. So you probably hear your reviews on the podcast. So I love you, my sister. I pray you have a beautiful, beautiful and powerful, powerful week protected from the enemy and armed with the word of God. And I will see you in the next one. Hey sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, then the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other. And sister, if you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God, through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs. Look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there, or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you. Know that I'm praying for you and I will see you in the next one.